just a flow of the Spirit in this place. Amen. You know, I, uh, just as Elder was saying, uh, you know, God's not going to judge us by feelings, by how we felt about things he dealt with us in the word of the Lord. But we're going to be judged by his word of how we obeyed and followed it. How that word affected us and it flowed out of us. Amen. Here in uh, the book of Mark, chapter 10. And uh, I'm going to read from verse uh, 46. But before I read, I want to give you a little backstory here of what's taking place. If you'll read this chapter, you know, the Lord, you know, he, uh, he meets that rich young ruler. And, you know, he begins to uh, tell him, you know, that he wants to follow the Lord how he can make it into the kingdom of heaven. The Lord begins to tell them what to do. And the disciples, they get kind of, oh man, those are tough words. How then can anybody be saved? You know, and the Lord starts to explain to them some things. Isn't that so good? How the Lord is, he's ever always trying to give us understanding and reach to us and talk to us if we'll listen. Uh, but then he shares something special with them. He tells them, I'm going to Jerusalem. And things are going to take place there. They're going to take the Son of Man and they're going to spit on him and they're going to hit him and he's going to be crucified. But the disciples, they just, man, it's like they didn't even hear him. They were like, squirrel. You know, my wife says sometimes I'm like that. And sometimes I'm just talking and then squirrel. I'm thinking of something else. I want to be focused on what God's doing. Where he's leading, where he's going, and where he's taking us. Amen? He's going. And in three days time, he's going to fulfill his destiny. He's going to be crucified for us. To set us free. He's going. 
And I could just imagine this, this weight he's carrying. And his disciples are arguing over who's going to sit next to him in the kingdom of heaven. And he's walking and all these people are just all around him. And he has this encounter here. Let's read St. Mark or Mark chapter 10, verse 46. And it says, and they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. Bartimaeus, I don't know if he knew what was going on, but man, he was just sitting there by the highway side begging. You know, I, I studied a little bit about this, you know, because, you know, it was hard to be blind in those times. It was hard to to, you know, earn a good living, you know. But my boss always said, he said, you lose one sense and you gain another. He was good at, you know, using his, you know, that only function that he had, that, that little hand he had to move that little mouse around and he would create websites and all kinds of stuff. Man, he was always having me do new projects and new things. But I see Bartimaeus there in that time, probably developing a routine of how he can get around, how he can walk and maneuver through life. I studied a little bit about their clothes and the things that they wore back in those days. You know, the Lord always mentioned about his disciples, you know, take one tunic with you, you know, one robe don't take anything more than that. But see, the blind, they were issued some things. We're going to read a little bit more here. Verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace but he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man saying unto him, be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he casting away his garment rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Wait, wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith had made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. It says here, Bartimaeus had a, a cloak that he wore. 
And I read about in those times, you know, they would issue those things out to the blind. It was sort of like a license so you could go and be in that place that you were and, that, and you could beg. And people would see you sometimes and, you know, they knew, okay, he has a cloak there. He has a permit to be there. You know, I'm just going to pass by. It was like a, a permit to be able to sit there in that spot that he had picked out. I don't know, maybe a routine that came daily where he could go to that place where he was familiar with it. I know that there was times where there was things in my life that it was just familiar to me. Those are the things that I went back to every time. I'm so thankful for the mercy of God, for him revealing those things to me of where I was, the situation that I had placed myself into. I, uh, as I was praying this morning, the Lord took me back to a very painful moment. And, you know, I don't ever, I don't think I ever thought about this, you know, uh, but it was a time when I was very young and rebellious, running the streets, involved myself in gangs. And I remember one time, you know, I came home and my mom and dad were, they were arguing. You know, and I, I took blame for that always. Because I felt that was my fault, you know, for what was taking place there. And I could never forgive myself for that. And I saw my mom and dad fighting. And it did something to me. It hardened my heart. And I remember running away. And I went to a friend's house. And man, he was as lost as could be. He was so deep into gangs and violence. And it's like I just latched myself onto him so that I could forget those things that were taking place in my home. And I began to take ownership of that, of that pain of that offense in me. You know, pain and offenses come, and sometimes we carry those. 
we carry them without even knowing that they're there and that they, that they steer us and they, they drive us around. <clears throat> and we yield ourselves to those things. <clears throat> Sometimes we're more faithful to those things than to God trying to lead us out, trying to heal you, trying to heal you from that pain and that offense that's there. But I see Bartimaeus, and he's saying some pretty, man, he's saying some pretty strong stuff there because the Jews... They were waiting for the Messiah. The Lord had spoken up and told them about that. He said, unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. And man, they were like, we only have one father, Moses, the law that was given to him. But there he speaks out. And those people around him, they're like, no, no, no. What are you saying? Shh. Quiet down. You're causing all this distraction. Don't you know what you're saying can get you killed? That's why Jesus was going to Jerusalem. But Bartimaeus, it was, man, it was a divine appointment. Man, an opportunity for him. An opportunity that might, you know, sometimes God gives us opportunities and we just pass them by. Because we're not waiting on him. We don't take that responsibility to wait on God so that he can lead us. And those opportunities just pass us by. But I see Bartimaeus here. He's just there and he's been hearing about Jesus. Oh man, now's my chance. I could just see Now's my chance. Jesus, thou son of David, the descendant would, the Messiah was going to come from the descendants of David. They knew that, all the Jews knew that. They were waiting for the Messiah, and here Bartimaeus is claiming that. You know, when you follow after God, there's going to be tribulation. There's going to be things in your life that you're going to have to leave behind. There's going to be people that you're going to upset. There's going to be those that are not going to see the way you see. Sometimes, 
you know, we sit there and we try to convince them. But they're never going to know. They're never going to know the relationship that you have between you and God. Because that relationship is between you and him. The miracles that he's done, the things that he's shown you. It's between you and him. You sit there and you pour into them and you pour into them. Even after they've been in the waters of baptism. Even the blood that's washed over their lives. They're like, but I... You know, it's like sometimes they just latch on to you and they're just like, they're just, it's like they're taking and they're taking and they're taking and they're taking. And it's, oh, God hasn't dealt with me with that yet. I'm still struggling in those areas. I just can't seem to let that go. I still want to be in that spot. I still want to be in that place that I'm comfortable with, that I'm used to. But if I could just tell you inside, if you could just stand up and just, I'm telling you, you got to separate yourself from all those voices and all those things around your life and you can get into a place with God just you and him Jesus <laughs> and it's got to be passion deep within you let it be stirred up in you to call to him You know, Paul said that to Timothy. Stir up the gifts that are within you. Stir them up. Stir them up. That's all I could think of this whole week is stirring those gifts that are within me that he's given you. You got to stir it up. He didn't just save us to be saved from judgment. He saved us to be witnesses unto him, to go out and proclaim his word. Let's pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Father, have your way in us, Lord God. These are your people, Father. I pray that you be glorified, Lord God. That you would be glorified. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to follow him by faith. And not by sight. 
I want to yell out from my heart praise and worship unto him who is worthy. This was true praise and worship here. This is what he was speaking out. Jesus, it was from the heart. He wanted to be healed. It didn't take the Lord anointing oil or anything to go and touch him or to do anything to him. He told him, thy faith. He says, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Your faith made you whole. If you could just stir that up in your life. If you could just stir that praise, that worship from the heart. In the name of Jesus. I want it to flow out of me. I want it to flow out to give him the glory and the praise. Hallelujah. All I could think of was, I'm so thankful, Lord. I'm so thankful for what you brought me from. I'm so thankful, Lord, to you. Hallelujah. See, faith will always affect those that are around you. Man, it will affect them. Of the anointing that God places over your life. They will see it and desire it when you go and speak his word. When you tell him of the good things that he's done for you. They'll always come around you. Listen to what they said to him after. He said, And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And listen to what they said to him. Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. They weren't telling him to be quiet anymore. Man, they came to him. Now they were with him, those that were against him. Be a good comfort. Come on, we'll take you to him. We'll guide you to him. And Marta, Bartimaeus, he wasn't only thankful for what God did for him. But the Bible says he followed him. I'm going to follow you, Lord, wherever you go, wherever you take me. I'm going. I'm going. It's no longer about just saving me anymore. 
I want to be with you. I want to know you. I want to follow you. Come on, can somebody yell hallelujah? Can somebody just let worship and praise from your mouth? Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus, I worship you. Jesus, I worship you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. It's you who gives sight to the blind. It's you who removes the scales from the eyes and causes us to see. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I want you to see something here before we close out here today. That verse that there is perfect. Rise, he calls you. Isn't it interesting that though he was blind, Jesus did not go to him. He had a need. Jesus made himself available. But he required Bartimaeus to rise and to go to him. Some of us, if we're not careful, will cry out and then we don't move. Lord, fix it. You want me to do something in your life, Bartimaeus? Rise. Get up. But Brother Lewis talked about, I thought he was going to go out. I've never seen this before, Brother Lewis. You sort of started down this road, and I, man, I'm receiving so much. There's so much you brought out in the scripture here this morning that I, it's got me looking at this in a whole new way. He talked about the garments that the blind man wore. And it's interesting, that study that he talked about, that it would identify them, something issued that would identify them. That which identifies you becomes your identity. Yes? So he's got an identity as a blind man. But he identified with someone greater than his problem. And when, we, when he identified with someone greater than his problem, they called for him. He got up and he rose and watched the very next verse. I've never seen this before, Brother Lewis. Thank you, Lord, for using my brother. Watch verse 50. And he, what did he do before he went? This thing that used to identify me, I'm going to him without that. I'm not expecting to need that any longer. I'm casting off the garment that identified me in faith. 
I believe his casting away, his rising and his casting away of an identity was an expression of his faith. I'm getting up because he called me. And he didn't call me just so he could say my name. He's getting ready to do something in my life. And so I'm getting up. Well, what about that thing that lets people know who you are when you have any? I'm not attached to that anymore. I got faith. He's getting ready to do something that I won't be able to explain. I'm casting off my old identity. Some of you to go where God wants you to go, you got to be willing to let go of your old identity. Come on, why don't you stand with me this morning? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, our identity is found in Christ. Our identity is no longer found in the things of the world. Our identity is not found in our job. Our identity is not found in our finances or lack thereof. Our identity is not found in all those other things. Our identity is meant to be found in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so when he got up and cast off his garment, he was made making a declaration. I'm getting ready to have a change of identity. I am now going to follow him as was pointed out. He was healed. He got sight. And when he saw, he followed. You want to know what true spiritual vision is? It's when you begin to follow him. This is what Jesus was talking about in Luke when he said, The anointing of the Lord is upon me. He has sent me. He has anointed me to preach recovering of sight to the blind. You look at all those different things he says he was sent to do. Those were all spiritual works. Set at liberty the captive, them that are bruised. Set at liberty the... You've read those things. Those are all spiritual works. Did he do physical things associated with him? Absolutely. But he was speaking of a spiritual anointing that was on him to do a spiritual work. And when the Spirit of God moved on Bartimaeus at the utterance of the Word of God. See, some of you just haven't realized it yet. The moment he called you, your miracle began. To my knowledge, I've never said that before, but that's what I feel in this room right now. The moment he called you, your miracle began. Oh, but I don't see it yet. Oh, but you've already got up and you started moving. Just keep on moving towards him. Just keep on moving towards him. Come on, just keep moving towards him. I'm opening this altar to you today. I'm opening this altar to you. I'm not asking you to come and kneel. and I'm asking you to come and worship. Come to receive. Come to receive of him. Come with your arms open, your heart open, your spirit open, reaching. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. I believe your word today. I'm coming to you. It's you that will change my identity. It's you that will open my eyes and my ears and my heart and my spirit where it's been closed and broken and bruised. It's you, Lord, that will open it. Come on, reach to him right now. In faith, in faith we reach to you, Jesus.